Greetings and welcome to Terrible Reviews, a podcast where the movies don't have to be terrible because the reviews will be. I'm Seth. He's Michael. What up? What up? All right. Uh, I didn't write an intro again. This is becoming a thing because uh, I wait till the last second to pretty much do everything around here except for the main stuff. And you and I are locked in a, what, six point fantasy football battle going into the second half. And I need Leonard Fournette to not do anything. So, uh yeah, it, it's it's high stakes today. About as high stakes as you can possibly get, I imagine, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know it's what a else? Was, you know what else was high stakes? <laughs> it's a battle out there, man. Yeah. yeah. You know what else was a battle? <laughs> World War Two. There it is. Yeah. It's a big old battle. Yeah. And and one of the battles, actually, it wasn't really a battle. It was an evacuation. Was the movie we're doing today, and that was Dunkirk, released July twenty first, two thousand seventeen, written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Let's go to the casting couch right away. Top build. It's Christopher can Nolan. Can I guess? Oh, oh that's who oh. it is. Oh, that's who they build. They just yeah, like, hey, look. They, it, yeah, it's Christopher Nolan's. Screw uh, all these people we paid all the money to. I did this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense. I think we'll talk about it more later. I'm sure. All right, familiar faces. Let's get into this. Um, I cheated on a couple of these, forgive me, but they're allegedly famous now. They're just too young for me to have any idea. This is the newest movie I think we've done so far. I think can I guess how they four go? Years. Can I just guess? I'm not even looking. You're gonna be way off for Nolan. Can I go Tom Hardy first? Second. Harry Styles? Last. Or like third to last. What? Because he's not an actor. You're not gonna go to IMDB. Oh, I just to went look off like Harry famous. Styles. Famous. Right. I don't know anybody else in the movie. All right, so we have Barry Keegan. Oh, Michael Caine, obviously. Yeah, as George. Uh, so he's the boy who, spoiler alert, uh, gets hit in the back of the head on the boat. Uh, yeah, Tom George. Hardy yeah. as Farrier, which you never see his face one time. I mean, it's it's essentially you do Bane you reprised. see it at the very end. See it at the very end. All right, here we go. This is one I've heard both ways. I'm going with Cillian Murphy. Um. Is it like Celtic and Celtic where you hear sure. it both ways? Well, I'll, I'll ask Google while you keep going. Go ahead. Uh, and he doesn't even have a character's name. He's just known as the Shivering Soldier. So you weird, man. Such a Kenneth Branagh as Commander Bolton. Michael Caine as Fortis Leader with just a voice. Oh, he was the French guy. Cillian. Right? No, he's not French. He was the guy on the boat who's just shivering the whole time, and then he oh, hits George. He's the dude that okay, yeah. He's so tempting as it might be ten- to call. Oh, here you go. Ready? You're go gonna, for it. You're gonna punch yourself in. in it's the, not Killian. It's not, bro. Tempting as it might be to call him Cillian, it's Killian. Okay, it's Killian. but there's a beer. What Killians? Yeah. So there's like Killians. a known K Killians out there. Yeah. Well. The Boston Celtics? No, it's Celtics. Well, like he's actually and I think from it's Ireland to, to claim otherwise. He's actually from Ireland, I believe. Right. I don't know. So his, can, his, don't name, know his, different... his name, his yeah. choice. His name, his choice. James Darcy as Colonel Vinant. Mark Rylance as Mr. Dawson. Again, these are just famous British actors who we probably have very little awareness of, but are you know very acclaimed actors here we go now we get to harry styles i think this is eighth or ninth as alex takes him a while not, to get into the movie i think did not know that was his name either some of these guys i had 
<laughs> I was going to IMDb and I'm like, I know this guy's in the movie. Don't know what their name is. They, uh, Finn Whitehead as Tommy. Um, he's the initial soldier uh, in the opening scene that we follow for a bit. And then Jack Loudon as Collins, who's the other Spitfire. What is yeah, yeah, Spitfire. I like yeah. that guy. He looks familiar. Is he in anything that we? I have seen? no idea. I saw him. He was at a bunch of like British procedurals, I think. Oh, hmm. yeah. Again, famous. I don't. You know, he he's been in stuff. Not stuff I watch necessarily, but stuff nonetheless. All right. Uh, let's do some terrible synopsis here. World War Two was fucking scary, uh, but then civilian boats come, and that maybe wins the war? Question mark. Also, this movie has no characters really, so I mainly just refer to them by their actor's name. Yep, that's a good that's, idea. <laughs> that's what you get from this. Yeah, um, and that's not an insult to the movie. It's not because the movie sucks. It's just there's a lot going on and nothing going on at the same time. And there, I mean, we're going to talk about this. Let's not spoil it yet. So foreshadowing, um, Bragg you've seen this movie before right no oh my okay i thought i had seen this movie i need to look up um i thought you 20, told me that. i need to look up war movies of the 2010s they I went have through a, seen, a run again uh man there's a lot of them yeah hacksaw ridge there hacksaw was ridge in, that's the glorious bastards yep pretty sure i saw hacksaw ridge who's the famous actor in that movie was that Garfield? That's Garfield. That's the one. Yep, yeah. I've seen that one because he's like a nerdy, like uh, well, he's, he's spider, like the nurse Spider-Man guy, right? in German or something. Yeah, in Germany. He's, yeah, he's like the nurse guy. What do they call him? Medic. Medics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen that. That's the only one I've seen. Yeah, there's Dunkirk. Uh, well, I mean, do you American? I saw American Sniper. Totally different movie. Yeah totally different movie but they went through yeah. a phase where they they pumped out a bunch from it seems like they go through this they did all right yeah. so so you gave it your requisite c then I gave for... it a c correct okay correct. all right well i i gave it an a i was a big christopher nolan fan i had to see it or experience it on a jumbo screen theater you know um, i wish i could have seen it like that yeah it was hauntingly beautiful war movie slightly confusing but always visually appealing i just remember there being like a lack of dialogue like there wasn't a lot of talking really i mean it's a lot of sitting and waiting and watching or <laughs> evacuating <laughs> um, uh, there's a lack of known characters not only are the the actors you know fairly i don't know there's not a lot of big names um especially for a war movie when you know like saving private ryan has like what 40 actors that we know their names and yep. faces yeah um and even the even the likely lead character is nameless. Like we'll get into all this stuff, but they just don't. They're just not important because it's a war movie, uh, and it's not always one I choose to revisit frequently. But when I do, uh, I feel rewarded for doing so. I think I think war movies are a tough, are usually a tough watch. Um, yeah. So this one also let's let it be known. This is a PG thirteen movie, which kind of caught me by surprise. It's yeah, I don't remember rare, them rare for a whole lot. Or even not a blood lot of, like, or guts or yeah, there's not really. There's shots or shooting and stuff, but there's not like anything. Yeah. There's not saving private Ryan. Right. Like that. Um, all right. Let's get into 
uh, let's do some stretching here and do best five minute stretch, which this in a weird way is like a comedy movie and like some of the comedies, not all of them in that it's like a bunch of kind of bits strung together in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. And so identifying a specific stretch, some of the stretches you, you look down, you start writing and you're like, holy shit, that's 20 minutes just went by. And I just wrote down like everything that happened. And there's other things that are like two minutes that are super cool. They disappear for 10 minutes and they come back for 10 minutes and they're or f- or like five minutes. And they're even cooler. And it's like, wait, later. yeah. So it's just, it's tough. Like, I think that's just what I'm trying to say. Um, so I started right away. So for me, this movie like hooks you right away. They're just walking through the streets and the soldier, this unknown soldier, the shots break out. He's fleeing. He's just running kind of haphazardly as his compatriots are getting shot or common. I don't know what you call unit regulars, whatever, um, start to get shot. Uh, yeah, that's probably not the right one. That's probably the Russian version of, oh, but yeah. yeah. Um, but the soldiers come to what are they the french lines and and you know he yells inglés inglés or whatever and then he's safely and then he walks onto this beach he finds a soldier who that's the french guy who's burying another soldier and then the soldier stole the dead soldier's uniform so then the soldier who we've been following but we don't really know takes the soldier's shoe who's you know buried between these dunes and then the bombing begins as the troops try to evacuate the beach. So it's like this really interesting start where you get like the shock of war, you get the confusion, the chaos, and then you get kind of the bestial mentality where they're literally stealing from dead corpses as they're being buried or dug up or whatever. And then again, instead of fleeing like tiny little penis bullets, you're now you know, trying to avoid these monstrous penis bombs being dropped on this beach. And so, I mean, it kind of hooks you in right away, like a lot of good war movies do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a five minute stretch to talk to you about um, <laughs> because of what you said. Like, dude, I was glued to this movie. Um, I so you just want me to literally any, to anytime, go through anytime these they were showing in. anytime okay. they were showing any of the the uh, plane scenes right were fine for me so just put me down for all of the all of the air fighting <laughs> that's exactly what i was talking about is like they the way they weave it through because this is essentially what three stories that are kind of simultaneously be, happening like but also in fast forward and in delay and like yeah i don't know like the, <laughs> yes. they do a real like every christopher nolan he just fucks with like time and space and it takes a while to kind of figure out how everything blends together um so another one of the bombing scenes that i had here was the pier bombing and the red cross boat that's when commander bolton is alone on the pier and has his holy shit moment and the troops are stuck on the pier as the planes come in and they just kind of hunker down as literal sitting targets there's the slow-mo of them all in like this green and black they're on the pier just everyone's wedged in on the sides and then that that's literally all the protection they have is <laughs> just like we're just gonna we're just gonna stand here and hunker. May hopefully this bomb will miss us. Um, and again, like this is one of those weird things where you're laughing about stuff, but it's like just the kind of the absurdity of <laughs> you know the lengths you go to or the lack of lengths you go to protect yourself uh, in war. Um, we talked about the fighter pilot fight near the boat. 
and then uh, the ship gets hit by the torpedo. So again, anything that has the fighter pilots is is great. Um, the torpedo hits the boat. Everything is fucked. The Titanic took two hours and 40 minutes to sink. Uh, this thing didn't take two minutes and 40 seconds. That thing just went straight down. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> those U-boats, man, uh, they, they almost won the war for Germany. Again, this isn't a history podcast, though. Um, so here's another one. This is my favorite part of the, I mean, I'll steal this because we're going to get through it. Um, of the Spitfire fight is when Collins gets hit. And he's going down for like 20 minutes of this movie because they mm -hmm. keep piecing it. <laughs> You're like, he's been shot. And they, you come back and like, he's been shot, but he still hasn't hit the water yet. Um, and so we're following the shivering sh soldier. So there's like this weird, like, again, they kind of just keep going back and forth. Collins doesn't eject. The boat doesn't see a parachute, but the adult guy played by Mark Rylance. I forgot his name already. Mr. Uh, the, Dawson. There you go. He goes, he, they go to investigate anyways. And now there are also this part where I think this is also the part where the shivering soldier is like, no, we can't go back to Dunkirk and all this stuff. And so they have this, this, this fights like just happened. Um, so they go to investigate this, the bullets are being fired. Tom, Tom Hardy's plane is getting shot at again. I think he's farrier. Um, Harry styles, boat is getting shot at They're on the boat. That's on the, that's, what dry docked essentially and they're waiting for the tide to take the boat back out then they start getting pot shotted at inside the hull of the ship um there's just so much weird stuff then so collins tries to break break out of the cockpit underwater um soldiers keep getting shot and they try to plug the bullet holes on the boat with their bodies but then they just keep getting shot anyways Harry Styles accuses the curly-haired soldier of being a German spy, but actually he's French. I think that's the guy who stole the, the uniform at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then Collins gets saved by the blonde boy on the civilian boat. So not the boy who dies and not the old man. The other boy uh, saves Collins with this, like, I don't know, like cane, like metal. I don't know what that thing was, but it, it broke the cockpit open, freedom, and, you know, Collins was saved. It's one of those fishermen things. You know what I'm talking? Not a, I do, but I don't know what to call it. So, uh, like a like a spear, not a spear. Yeah, like a fishing. It seems spear, like it's maybe? one of the things that, like, uh, oh good, the to woman have? from the staircase was was killed with, like yeah. a fire poker or something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a fishing thing. I don't know though, because um, I'm an idiot when it comes to fishing. I'm scared of fish. They creep me out. Um, I'm a grown man. Um, and then I have the last one is I just put as the civilian fleet rolls in. So they know they're doomed, but they grab their binoculars and see the fleet coming in. So they being uh, what Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, Brana, <laughs> um, he starts crying. I think he does like the lone tear moment. Uh, and then you have the sailors cheer. They find men in, in the water. The soldiers start loading up onto boats and evacuate. Harry Styles abandons his ship but not everyone makes it out. More German dive bombers. George dies. Ken Branda smiles. Then Ken Branda prepares to die. Then Tom, Tom Hardy shoots down one more Spitfire. Or yeah. I don't know if it's Spitfire. If no, that's no, no. he shoots down the bomber. The bomber. Yeah, the, bomber the German dive bomber. That was getting ready to bomb um, 
the like the last the giant destroyer, evacuation I think. ship or whatever. Yeah, the last destroyer, and then he any... would have gone. Can after you tell that I don't know anything things. about? Yeah, I love war movies, dude. The, the Navy. Is that what? Yeah, or the yeah. I don't know. Yeah, or the Air Force. Air I don't Force. Know if they had Air Force back then or not? But... I don't know. Um, and then Churchill declares the evacuation a moral victory and begins the slow turning of the tide against Nazi expansion. So. No, ends up being a pretty big, pretty big moment in the history of the world. Oh, yeah. But all it was was an evacuation. Like, they didn't win a battle. They didn't. They that was a weird die. thing for this Everyone movie to be like. For a little bit, at least. If I came right, to that's you. That's all I had. Yeah. So you already picked your winner, right? It's anything that has anything to do with. Yeah. Anything in the air. That's I'll take that for the win. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to that's hard to have any issue with. I said the whole movie is good. The intro pulls you in immediately. The pier bombing has iconic moments. The aerial battles were phenomenal. And then so I chose the Collins. Uh, Collins not objecting to uh, getting saved by the blonde boy in the boat. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, that was pretty intense for sure. Oh, yeah. um, I would say you had to have known he was going to get out, but. No. Probably not. You probably didn't know for sure he was going to get out because it's one of those Christopher Nolan movies. So, um, right, and it's not like he's a huge name. Like you can kill off a an actor that a lot of American <laughs> cinema goers aren't going to yeah. recognize. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into most memeable moments. LOL. Old shit moments. Not going to be a lot here. I'm assuming. I had two. I have. I have one. I actually wrote it down on my phone. I didn't write it on my phone. That'd be weird. Um, I typed it into my phone. Um, I said it was a conversation on the beach when they had to rebuild the pier that had been bombed off. They rebuild the pier for when the tide comes in and the guy says, the tide's turning now. How can you tell? the bodies are coming back and then they show the water and there's literally like dead bodies floating back in. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like not cool that there were dead bodies, but like, was that an OMG moment? Or no, that was just like moment. a, that was a, a cool quote. Okay. So um, I had one OMG moment and that was right in the opening scene. I already alluded to it's when the gunshots break out like a minute into the movie when he's standing in the, is that like the oh, kitchen window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was very confused at that point. Um, right. I'll tell you a little bit about confusion and stuff at the very end of the podcast. So. All right. Um, and then I had one meme, and I even looked this up today because there was a point during our guys' uh, group chat where I was like, "Ooh, this meme would be perfect." Um. But I couldn't find it because I have to figure out where it's under. But it was Commander Bolton when he removes his sailor hat prior to the pier being bombed. And they just zoom in on him and he takes his hat off and he's just like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's a good like kind of just random holy shit meme. So mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I ended up choosing as the best one because it's kind of hard to have an OMG like little bullet shock thing be be the winner so I, de I declared that my my winner there you go there we go all right how about that well mine's so, uh oh, yeah. obvious i'm the best yeah. for sure all right so let's do the clock phone check so this was only 106 minutes for a war movie for a nolan movie 
like that's short uh so i said no there was no i, I mean i yeah stayed locked in did all not. right um award season oh this is tough i've got Very two tough. mvps okay um how many do you have i have four okay um yeah i have four okay i have tom hardy okay as one mm-hmm. um just simply based off of that last scene where he not the very last scene that he's in but the last one where he takes down the bomber and, and then the entire like the- beach is is cheering for him and like that that one was pretty cool and he does that cool like that's a flyover essentially like yeah so cool yeah. opens his window he has like no gas left yeah yeah this this really weird kind of thing it reminds me so much of like the victory lap of the indy 500 where they just stick their tiny little like foreign hand out the cockpit and like e, i win i win you know um <laughs> um yeah but uh, anyways yeah, yeah uh that's hard to hard to hard to deny that he was he was fantastic um so i stole a couple things here that are kind of cheap um and we talked about this already when i said kind of the omg moment being the gunshot is just the sound in this movie um i don't know we watched it on blu-ray i don't know if that yeah whatever i mean it was still pretty pretty crisp um it wasn't in the theater like we were talking about or like i had seen it originally i think it was on imax or whatnot um but the way the gunshots just rip through the air, the ticking clocks, the pulse beating, it's so fantastically done. Like you feel frantic, you feel like anxiety. Um, so Richard King and Alec Gibson were the sound editors and uh, Greg Landecker, Gary Rizzo and Mike Weingarten were the sound mixers. So I thought that was pretty cool. Neat, neat. And then I'll do another nerdy one since I have double what you have. Uh, I did the cinematography. It's beautifully shot. Hoyn, Hoyn Van Hoytema uh, was fantastic. Yeah, so. I thought it was well done. Well done for sure. I have Mr. Dawson as the other okay. uh, the other MVP. I just thought he was just a badass. Like he didn't do anything like super crazy, but he was just like, I don't know, just a, a cool character. Although I would have killed that dude. I would have killed that crazy shivering soldier guy. Yeah. So, okay. Was George his kid? I think so. That that was was so weird. So confusing. Because I thought that George referred to him as dad. And then the blonde boy was like his The blonde guy was definitely his kid. (sighs) I don't know about George. One of them was the kid and one of them wasn't. Or were they both his kid? I I don't... I mean, because in the way Why the blonde just... kid talks about like acts with George, I, but then maybe they're just like super hard asses because like the oldest son has already died in the war. And they could have so just put in like the credits like it. George Dawson or what's the other kid's name? Like Dawson. So we know that it's Mr. Dawson as two Dawson boys or whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, come um, on. We should George have Mills. Question. George Mills. Oh, they do say his last name? They do say George Mills, yes. Mr. Dawson. I don't know who the other kid is. Um, Blonde-haired boy. What, George? George is the one that... that, George dies. He's the the curly brown-haired boy. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know which one he is. Yeah, because Tommy was the the boy soldier. Yeah, I don't have him in here. Oh, Peter Dawson. There he is. Oh, okay, so that is his. Okay, so yeah, so his friend dies, but his son, the son, is the okay. Yes. All right, that makes sense. All right, uh, the other one I gave uh, was, or sorry, one of the last two I gave uh, was Christopher Nolan. Uh, so again, I stayed on the technical side of this, and we've kind of talked about why that is already. Um, I don't always understand or see everything in his movies the first time, but I know his movies will be shot well, staged well, and be very entertaining. At this point, he's killing it. He's already done five of my favorite movies, uh, Insomnia, The Dark Knight Trilogy, Inception. Um, he'd also done The Prestige and Interstellar before this. So, like, the dude's a star, clearly. Uh not such a big fan of Tenant and whatever, but um, and then the last one I had. All right, Men with Blue Eyes. Uh, Harry Styles, mm-hmm. Killian Murphy, and Jack Loudon. Every single time they were in frame, I don't know what they do to make them pop that much, but like everything is drab it's like green and brown and black and gray and then there's these handsome men with their beautiful blue eyes just Hmm. hmm. i should turn my zoom filter into whatever that (laughs) whatever that filter was i mean i don't want you right to uh i won't objectify you mid podcast don't worry thanks yeah so here let's see if there's one that looks like the war one (laughs) yeah but whatever that was they were uh No, that just makes it grayscale. All right. You're creeping me out a little bit. (laughs) All right. What's your winner? You had an easy, you had a 50 50 here. Um, uh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, for sure. I did. I'm going to be very transparent and probably make a lot of people mad. Well, you're not a, you're not a Tom Hardy. Well, Wallace, I really like Tom Hardy. I, I, I'll say the hate. I'll say hate. I hated Bane as a character so much. Why? Tell me why. So much. The voice. The like. I've never. He heard does of him. that voice in this movie. He it's the same. Really, no, it's a different. He has a, he has a he doesn't do that. He's talking into a thing. Fortis leader. Fortis. He's saying Fortis leader. He's not saying. i was born into darkness yeah it's it's not my it's not my deal here i uh i had never heard of him as a child that grew up like like i didn't i wasn't obsessed i've never been obsessed with like comic book character things at all but like right batman i knew batman so i knew joker penguin uh uh the riddler all of those people and then this dude with a freaking uh dog muzzle on his face like i didn't i didn't dig that like it wasn't my thing so i it's not him i just i couldn't do tom hardy for a bit uh dude the dude's uh dude murdered it in this we literally murdered like a bunch of nazis but yeah that was tight yeah i went with nolan but i don't i stayed away from the actors because i think that was the kind of the point of this is the actors don't really matter anyways yeah I went with Nolan. I went technical. I'm a nerd. All right, LVP. Um, I have two. I have one. This was, this was just tough. Wrote it. I just wrote it down. Okay. 
you get out of the way because I don't want it to be one of mine. Nazis. <laughs> All right. Let me get this out of the way then. So I put the shivering soldier. So he hurts. Yeah, he jo- sucked. Yeah. He hurts George after getting triggered by his return to Dunkirk. In a movie about fighting or evacuating from Nazis, but doesn't portray any Nazi characters, he's essentially the bad guy, maybe? Man, this movie's so messed up. Like, the movie is so you, weird. You have a World War II movie, and you don't show a single Nazi. You don't mention a Nazi. You don't show Heinrich Himmler. You don't show Goebbels. You don't show any of these guys. There's not even a really an allusion to Hitler. I don't... I Now... In Christopher Nolan's defense, I mean, I guess you don't need them, though. But really. if you, yeah, I mean, you don't need them for the movie. But then at the same time, like when you do, if you do try to make that a character, like a main ish character, then it's like, how close are you getting to Inglorious Bastards? How close right. are you getting to yeah. like a bunch of other World War Two movies? It's like he just wanted to tell the story of how they got off the beach, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. And so. And so then the other thing, the other notes I had about the shivering soldier is he's only, he only asks if George is okay. Like long after he dies, like he hits him or pushes him or whatever. And then his head hits against the railing or that little, the little deck door, whatever that thing's called to the hole of the ship or the, the boat, I should say pleasure yacht. Um, He waits a while to ask if he's, he's, if he's okay. Like the boy's been dead for hours and, Oh, is he okay? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about him. Um, I do think that Killian is fantastic in the role. Um, but yeah, he's just, it's just the character kind of, I guess, is the bad guy of the movie in a weird way. Um, and then the other one I had was, and I, again, I made reference to this a little bit before, uh, but the movie triggers my anxiety, the ticking clock, the score, I just, uh, the sinking of the, sh- the, the different times the boats kind of sink. Um, there's like three different times where a boat's, you know, mostly underwater. Um, you know, I just couldn't imagine what this movie would do to like a real combat veteran. Who oh yeah, I'm sure. Real anxiety. That's not just my, like, you know white boy suburbia anxiety yeah right <laughs> yeah it's never stepped foot on a, any sort of battlefield or training right. ground or anything remotely close i mean yeah. i mean i went on a field trip to gettysburg and yeah me uh, too me too what battlefield indiana i didn't it do exists. that i don't think it's right outside of west lafayette it's kind of like oh. we had too yeah. cool anyways all right so my my loser was the shivering soldier you only had one so yeah you claim you can claim that there you go all right, here we go. So not only is this one of the newest movies, or the newest movie we've done, this might be the best movie. I was going to say, done. I think this one won a bunch of stuff, didn't it? So this was 2018. So it's a good year, Shape of Water, meh. But it had Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and I, Tanya. This movie was nominated for eight Academy Awards. Best score, Lost to the Shape of Water. Best Picture, Lost to the Shape of Water. Best Cinematography, Lost to Blade Runner 2049. Best Director, Lost to Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. Best Production Design, Lost to The Shape of Water. Shape of Water. What do you know? One for Best Editing, Best Sound Editing, and Best Sound Mixing. Shape of Water. Surprisingly, I've never seen it. It's, you don't need to. Okay. Our friend Richard Jenkins is in it. I do love, love Lisa Richard Co- Jenkins. Yeah, it, it's a little bit different than Coaxley, 
just a little bit. Uh, and then Octavia Spencer, I think, is the female lead who was uh, the what the coat check Octavia, girl in Spider Man. Octa- Octavia. Spencer. Octavia. Oh, wait, no. And Sally Hawkins is in it too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you ready to do some catch alls and cliches here? Yeah, I don't have any. Okay. I mean, it's other than the fact that I thought that Tom Hardy's plane would have like every time they showed it at the end, the propeller was not moving. <laughs> so I thought he was like for sure out of gas and like not going to be able to catch up to the bomber. And I don't, okay. I don't know. Now maybe that's just like a visual effect with it to where it looks like it's not moving, but it is, I don't know. So that's it. That's all, all right. I got. All right, here we go. I mentioned this a little bit earlier when the planes drop bombs on the beach in the opening scene, I kind of chuckled because the soldiers only defense is dropping to the ground and covering their heads with their hands. Mm-hmm. What else I are mean, you going to do? We're sp- I know <laughs> we're spending billions of dollars on war and the best defense is uh, your hands. Um, Tom Hardy with the old school pilot radio sounded so much like Bane. I kept waiting for him to announce that he was born in darkness. Uh, I, I ruined that one already. But I already started reading it too far before I could stop. Um, chalk that one up to my bad. Uh, Harry Styles can't not be handsome as fuck always. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about every four or five podcasts we come out as gay for an actor. Um, he's he's my gay for an actor today. Well, there you go. All right, here we go. I got four more fun ones here. Oh, I already said this one. No Nazis. Uh, so we'll cross that one off. Um, so there's a part where a guy gets his legs crushed by the boat against the pier as he's Uh climbing up the cargo net to the board the ship Mm -hmm. like that's got to be awful right yeah to be so close to safety and then get hurt that way is like it's tragic and it's one of those things that he probably survived but when he got back to the states you have to imagine what a letdown his i lost my legs at war story was you know, people would ask him how he lost his legs because you can't not ask him. I mean, yeah. you see, you see a guy with no legs and you're like, and he's probably wearing his fatigues because, you know, I imagine he's wearing fatigues in my head. And uh, the listener is expecting a story like, oh, yeah, a Nazi landmine blew my legs clean to Warsaw or the R- Russian winter was long, cold one, but I made it to Leningrad. Or, or a Parisian sex worker gave me the kind of syphilis that causes legs to self-amputate. But instead, he's like, so the Nazis bombed my ship. And the listener jumps in. And a piece of shrapnel tore, the, tore both of your legs clean off at the hips. No, no. So I was climbing the cargo net up onto the boat. But the boat kind of like rocked really hard back towards the pier. And a shark jumped out of the water and bit your legs off. No, damn it. I almost died to rid the globe of Nazis. My legs got trapped between the ship and the pier. There, that's how it happened. Sorry, I lost my legs during World War II story as exciting as you hoped. Sorry. Jesus. Okay. That was intense. (laughs) Uh, After the captain drops off all the soldiers, uh, so this would be what, Mr. Dawson? He just says bye. Yeah, like his boy is dead, like just got carried it's off. Not his boy, not his boy. <laughs> or his boy's best friend just got carried off of his boat dead. Just had like 60 English sailors dropped off his boat. Everyone, like one guy thanks him. And then he just like walks away and goes, bye. 
to nobody in particular. I uh, thought that was interesting. And my last one. All right. Let me take a deep sigh and stare off mindlessly into the distance. They were just boys, Michael. They were just boys. Just boys. Just All right. Boys. Name that movie, Brag. Nine minutes and 28 seconds in. We're going uh, to Dunkirk. Yes. There's <laughs> a fighter pilot. It's uh, I think Michael Keane. Michael Caine says it. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. there you go. All right. Uh, laugh. Uh, I, I'm going to go complete opposite of what we usually do, but I said no, 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 yes. Okay. Well, laugh. I guess I thought maybe no, no, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I said no cap locks and exclamation point for laugh. Uh, cry, I said no, but Kenneth Branagh really tried for a Best Supporting Oscar nomination. Uh, think no, educate, yes. I went on a two-hour rabbit hole last night. Uh, Dunkirk is in France, you know. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yep. They literally say that like three or four times in the movie. So Yeah. I pull up the map and I'm like, oh, I always thought it was in maybe Germany. Yeah, they everything happened in France. <laughs> All right, I was a I was a history major in college. Yeah, I was going to be a history go. teacher. All right, greener grass. Is there another version of this movie? No, I don't think so. A rescue people off of a beach. That's all the movie's about. Well, hmm. Isn't that what Saving Private Ryan's about? I mean, that's about saving a particular private named Ryan, last name Ryan. From from near a beach? Yeah. Or, okay. But no, right. they just, obviously they show up at, uh, God, now I can't think of it. I'm sitting here acting like I'm Mr. History and I can't think of the beach. Uh, Normandy, what is it? right? Oh, yeah, Normandy and Omaha. Yeah, yeah. they do the D-Day. Yeah. They do all that. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a real World War II like a bunch of battles and it's a scope yeah this is a very isolated this is one thing this is this is about rescuing three hundred thousand people or whatever and civilian ships which sounds awful how did this movie get made it's great but how did somebody how was that sounds like a good idea for a movie right all right here um you you be the uh you be the studio executive at, you know, big studio. Um, so I want to make a movie about World War II. You know, there's been a lot of really good World War II, lots of good stories, right? Yeah, keep going. Yeah, come on. All right. So uh, remember all those good battles? Remember yeah. all those terrible camps? Sure do. Remember those Nazis? Yes. Well, uh, they took the, my family. The, the Russians, the Japanese. Yeah, I know all about that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Plenty of movies bomb, done on this. The bombing of London. Like it was nuts. Yeah. Yep. Well, remember that one day you got five seconds in May where they just got off the beach. No. Well, I want to do a movie about that. Get the fuck okay. out of my office. What, what, but I'm Christopher Nolan guy. The Batman movies. Okay, fine. Okay. Nice doing business with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sure that conversation is happening exactly right now. That's the perfect segue. I think I've best one I've ever done, but I keep delaying it now because I'm not getting into it. Modern movies. Um, could this, would this movie be made today? 
Like this yeah. was made four years ago. Like, yeah. It's not, there's, yeah, this is way there's too nothing weird. There's nothing controversial. Yeah, sure. World War II nev- movies never go out of style. They're Oscar bait. This is goddamn blockbuster territory every mm-hmm. single year, winter, summer, fall, spring, whatever you want to throw it in. Um, I didn't cast anybody because, again, they were just babies, Michael. Um, but like Timothy Chalamet would have to be legally obligated to be in it probably for, I don't know what, Harry Styles role. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I don't think I'm actually pretty sure Ewan McGregor isn't British, um, but everybody who has like a South African or Australian or I mean they all could pass. Um, so I would say him maybe for the Kenneth Branagh role would yeah. just be another one I thought of. Yeah. But I mean you can't do it. it's too early. Yeah, same thing with yeah. over under. It's such a hard. It's gonna whatever. be hard. Yeah. Yep. All right. So do you know what else is hard? What's that? Rena- renaming this movie. Um, it's a great name. It's Dunkirk. What do you do? The Battle of Dun? Well, the evacuation of Dunkirk. Yeah. Just the evacuation. Um, hold on. Keep trying to do things. Evac- All right, I'll bust two more out here. This, this... Is there a movie called uh, Evacuation? You could name it. Hold on. Evacuation. Evacuation. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know the Strait of Dover. I mean, that doesn't work. No. The the French surrender. Yeah, I don't. The evacuation is the only one I had any kind of confidence in. But even then, Dunkirk makes so much better sense because what's well, the evacuation of? The evacuation of Dunkirk. Yeah. So I don't know. It's sometimes these games suck. No. Good no, luck with kidding. product placement. Nope. Got three. Oh God. But they're all generic. Okay. Um, old school mini yacht boats. Dude, some of those yacht boats were those pleasure cruisers were fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever that Royal Air Force outfit that Collins was wearing, like that thing was like a petticoat and had like a that thing was fantastic. It makes me think that it's the same thing everybody else was wearing. Except of the pilot clean. Yes. And then but Tom Hardy was my third one. He's wearing this like fantastic like ivory cream colored turtleneck sweater Mm -hmm. that was also fantastic i thought those were i would i mean if i could fit into those and pull those off mm, every day it's getting cold um all right you ready to do over under again this is silly yeah yeah i'll just i'll do a silly one i don't know i don't think uh this is gonna it's just dumb i mean it is what it is so give me uh (laughs) <laughs> give me jack loudon out and uh tom cruise in <laughs> yeah that's uh, what i got i thought jack loudon was fine i thought everybody was perfectly whatever they were fine they were what they were so i, tom I mean cruise you hate tom cruise i mean he's he's a great fighter pilot he is. He's the best. I just I'm don't sure. know how well he would do with a World War II airplane. He doesn't have. Yeah, he's too small. He, his body can't handle the. Anyways, all right. Uh, I said I can't do it. Part of the interesting nature of this movie is that there are relatively few big name actors, and adding yeah. a star may ruin the movie, uh, which is exactly why I would hate Tom Cruise in this movie. Um, all right, swap one actor out to make this movie worse. Speaking of adding a star who may ruin the movie, um, 
I took Harry Styles no, out. You're just, I just came up with it in my head. I promise you, I've not looked at your notes. Please don't do what I'm about to do. Do it. Okay. Go for, you go first. Harry Styles out. Justin Bieber in. Harry Styles out. Time traveling 18 year old Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the first one I've cheated and used time travel for. Wow. But I, you're right. Justin Bieber. I love Are, Bieber, but isn't I, Bieber not like a good, not gonna be older a than Harry Styles? They're like the same age. They're not that far off. They can't be that far off. All right. Uh, the other thing I thought of was, uh, and this is because I just saw Mikhail's Navy recently. Uh, Kenneth Branagh out. Tom Arnold in. Bieber is ninety four. <laughs> what does that make him? Twenty seven. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Damn, he's old now. Wait. Does that mean he dies this year? Stop it. Oh. Harry, Harry Styles, same age, 94. He's 27. Yeah. Super shocked look on your face. Yeah, I get it. Kurt Cobain. That mean he dies this year. <laughs> Future generations, would you show this movie to your kid? Go for it. Yeah, why not? Do Okay. No, I'll get to the grade in a little bit. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd let him watch it. Sure, I'd let him yeah. watch it. Uh, I think PG thirteen. Oh my! There's not that much bad stuff in it. I know, but I would. Yeah, I'd say eight, eight to ten. Yeah, you put a bunch of dick and fart jokes and pussy jokes in a PG thirteen movie, and I don't bat an eyelash. But yeah. all of a sudden, it's a war movie a with war no movie. swearing, and all of a sudden, like, I'm yeah, I'm, cl- I'm clutching my pearls. That's and my saying, favorite. No, that's 13. my favorite era of history. I think is like World War Two. Well, World War Two and like Nazism and yeah. um, like the whole like all of that. Like I, I love the book. Um, oh, what is it called? The Night, I think, or Night. I got to look this up. What, real quick. The Ellie Wiesel book? Yes, night? that yeah. book, Night. Uh-huh. That's it. Oh, yeah. my God, what a good book that is. That is oh, my yeah. favorite, like, history era to learn about. Obviously, what I said <laughs> didn't come out. <laughs> um, I am not pro-Nazi. I just my, my favorite time in history was the Nazi time. I, I'm very interested to to learn about things about that era just to be like i, I just why want to learn more about things? nazis well yeah meth was a big part of it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i all right i might be a little i might be soft i think that might be i said 13 but i think you're right okay i think i think i'm a little hypocritical that let me give you a, a, a similar one um liar liar is 13 pg-13 right yeah and i would you let him watch would you do it earlier than 13 years old he already saw it there you go he's five i know well we just took him to see ghostbusters afterlife last night how was that you said it was good yeah it was good he was awesome it was his first theater movie um yeah i'm doing that with a one and a half year old and a three-year-old uh what next week oh you're doing that okay enchanto Encanto. 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 Spanish for I, I love or love. Okay. Lover. Encanto. Yeah, that yeah. movie. But it's All private right. showing, thankfully, there's nobody else in the theater. So I think there was 12 people in the theater I went to see. So really? It wasn't too bad. Yeah, All good. right. Um memory lane revisited. 
All right. Do you want to get this yours out of the way since yeah, I assume dude, you, you I had to upgrade like, from a C, right? Yeah. Oh, this was tough to do a funny grade. I don't was, have a funny one. So I oh, gave it. I, <laughs> okay. I went you can, bleak. You can get your funny one in a minute. All right. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I guess I'll give it. I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it four and a half of five cups of tea. They have quite a bit British. of cups of tea. Yes. Um, which makes it an A minus. And I just wrote, what a badass movie. Like, right. But here's the thing. And it's not a badass war movie. Like, dude, there's, there's flying around. There's guns. There's pew, 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 pew. Like shooting and guts and blood. No, there's just like the constant. I don't. So this is what I wrote in this. and I'll try to explain it. The constant like backflashing and time coordination is insane like i'm it took me quite a long time into this movie to realize that all of this stuff was happening simultaneously right they would go back and show it from different perspectives so yeah all of a sudden the shivering soldier is telling people not to get on this boat and you're just like wait he's not shivering yeah, so the I think the part that I think it it hit me finally when what's his name landed and they saw him go down. I'm like, oh, there's just showing there's it's all that makes sense. Okay, and I liked that. I thought that was cool. So yeah, then all of a sudden you'll see like a boat that is now like partially submerged in water, and you're like, wait, we saw that boat go down like half an hour ago yeah um yeah so it's just very interesting how they kind of played with time and space like that i i definitely agree that i think that was interesting uh one of the things that i i i gave it a so i dropped it down a little bit to a b plus i had it as like a, a hearty a before i dropped it down to a b plus and the whole idea of it being i I would weirdly like to see what this movie would have been if it had been rated R and they had just added like another maybe half hour onto it, made it still two hours and 15 minutes. So it's still not too bloated, but they kind of get into a little bit more of characters and things like that. But then again, part of that ruins it because part of the appeal of this movie is that it's nameless, faceless characters. And that's really what war is in a lot of ways. And it's, kind of the anonymity of of battle and in, in, in this grandiose scale so it's just i don't know i think it's like it's weird to change the story that he was trying to tell to fit some if different narrative that i have in my head so i don't think that's fair um but in a weird way i'm still curious to see what that would have been um so my final grade i just wrote survival because that's the real victory. Dark as shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it might be a while before we do another war movie. It's just so hard to put any of this stuff into context. You don't want to joke about anything. But, you know, well, like Tropic Thunder, there's going to be plenty to joke about. But like, oh, yeah. you know, like Saving Private Riot, what am I supposed to do? Like a bit on how like, hey, look at all the old people that came back to the cemetery. Isn't that fun? Like, no, that's not funny at all. So I don't know. I just it's interesting to do this. I'm glad we did it because it is a great movie and I don't want to like downvote that at all. 
but it's just so weird to try to talk about war in this kind of context that we have no idea what we're talking about and Mm -hmm. but still be fascinated by it i don't know it feels just oddly voyeuristic all right i got nothing else brag i'm i'm emptied out i'm tired i'm ready for bed and i still have a two two and a half point lead on you here so um plenty of game left 12 minutes to go yeah all right it's gonna Um, be painful when it happens yes it's uh he wasn't even in on the last drive, so that's which means he's going to be featured next. <laughs> Hopefully, um, all right. Yeah, so I'm going to force myself to stay up and watch this. Um, this is my second podcast of the night, so yeah, we'll be done. Did you plug everything already? I wasn't paying attention. No, I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll go see what the neighbors think. Um, no, I'm bad at dropping hints. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, please rate and review on on Apple. Spotify, SoundCloud, all that goofy shit. Is that really the next movie? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. Can we watch the second one after? And not do a podcast, just watch it for no just do a double podcast. Do a double pod. I love her. I cannot remember her name. Her name is Shelby in the movie, I think. Or is it Shelby in real life? Wait, are you talking about? chloe grace moretz yes one the girls the girl sorority leader yes sorority rising neighbors um yeah her name's shelby this thanksgiving weekend so technically i think we have more free time than normal that's what you maybe less i don't know we'll talk about it i'm sure i'm sure wow okay sorry she's like well of age it's okay i know i'm just (laughs) trying to make you feel awkward all right social media terrible reviews on twitter terrible reviews pod on instagram Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bragg, thank you for joining, as always. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Terrible Reviews is a member of the Shady Lawn Network. All rights reserved. It's Shady. Peace. Deuce.